Welcome to When Stillness Speaks, an inspirational podcast that explores what can be revealed in the quiet time. I'm your host, Tracy Michelle, and I'm grateful that you've tuned in. My hope is that this podcast will encourage you to create a space for stillness and embrace every part of your journey towards your divine destiny. Before we jump into today's episode, let's take a moment to just breathe deeply and be present. Allow your spirit to fill up with gratitude, knowing that you were created to be a light in this world. Well, 2022 seems to have gotten off to a pretty quick start. It's hard to believe that we're already halfway through February. The other day, I was reflecting on just how fast January seemed to to fly by, and I started thinking about one of the first things that I committed to for this year was finding my rhythm. That certainly comes in handy when you feel like time is moving pretty quickly. As with any new year, I do take time to set goals and intentions and This year, of course, I added some things to my dream big list that you've heard me talk about in the past, and I'm happy to report that I have at least been making some pretty good strides in a lot of those areas. But the thing that stands out to me, at least so far, is something that I believe is actually pretty simple. I change the way I start my day. Let me give you a little glimpse into how it would usually go. The alarm goes off, or in most cases, I'm already up before the alarm actually goes off because my internal clock won't let me be great and sleep in. And yes, the same goes for the weekends. But as soon as I wake up, I would tend to immediately spring into action as if I was late for something. It's like, okay, I'm up. Let's get this day started. My mind would start racing with all the things I need to do, almost as if like every mental sticky note has been activated. As I would start to get ready for the day ahead, I'd turn on the TV to get caught up on the news because let's face it, there's no telling what may have happened overnight and I need to be prepared. And so before I even leave the house, Emails would be checked. I'd probably start replying to a few. My social media feeds would be scrolled through and I'd be on my phone looking at any other random thing that crossed my mind. I'd be in complete go mode without even giving it a second thought. So you can imagine how fast that all can turn into information overload. I was starting my days in fast forward and allowing all types of distractions to feed my mind. What I wasn't doing was allowing myself some space to just be, to breathe and be still, and let my mind remain clear before getting into the hustle and bustle of the day. Right after the new year, I had to ask myself, why are you starting your days like this? What tone and rhythm is this setting for the rest of your day? I had an honest moment with myself and I said, this is not going to work anymore. Not that it was really working before, but you get what I'm trying to say. There was no reason for it. The bottom line was I realized that I needed to start my days better 
And as a measure of self-care, I needed to ease into them as much as possible. I needed a rhythm. So what do I mean by rhythm? For me, it's been little things. Like waking up a little earlier so that I can have time for stillness, time to reflect, time to pray, and hear from God. It means not jumping into my days with the distractions of my phone, email, social media, or TV, but instead leaving silent space for my thoughts to flow. It means starting my day with intentional gratitude and opening myself up to all the blessings that will come my way. I'm intentionally noting the way I start the day because that is helping me set the tone for the rest of my day. Because we all know that by noon or at some point in the evening, there's a pretty good chance that the day hasn't gone exactly as planned and the extra time you thought that you'd have is no longer there. Your moments of stillness and reflection have now been bumped to tomorrow's agenda. One morning when I was sitting in just a a space of stillness, I started reflecting on how establishing a better rhythm could also set the tone on a larger scale. I'm talking about a rhythm that allows me to stay focused on the things that are part of my divine destiny, but still have moments for rest and recharging. A rhythm that creates the space for me to understand what I need in this season and also what I need to give. A rhythm that incorporates the things that bring me joy and yet allows for the discovery of new hobbies and hopefully even new adventures. It's interesting how this simple change in my daily routine began to shift my perspective on what I could do differently to positively alter the flow of my days. Sometimes we think it has to be something major to open our eyes, but never underestimate the small things. I've been more mindful of that lately because there is purpose in the small things. You know, that could actually be a really good episode. Um, So I probably need to jot that down. (laughs) Stay tuned for that one. But I appreciate the way that I've started to settle into a rhythm of how I want my life to flow, how I want every day to flow. And now I recognize that depending on what season of life I may be in, the rhythm may require some adjustments and flexibility. As part of this self-discovery, I'm realizing that sometimes I need to adjust the rhythm of my day depending on how I feel and embracing the space that I'm in at the moment. And the adjustment doesn't just mean in the mornings or how I start the day. Sometimes it's how I end it as well. For example, if I've been working all day and I've been in meeting after meeting or there's a major deadline approaching, or I'm juggling a lot of different things that I know when I get home, I may need to just sit still for a little bit and just be in silence. I need to leave room to decompress so that I can actually get rest when it's time to. A beautiful thing for me lately is knowing my capacity and honoring what I need to do when I've hit it. 
I mentioned earlier that, you know, my mind often races with tons of ideas and ways that I can achieve all these goals and, you know, yeah, even coming up with new ones. And while that's all great, what I've noticed is when that happens, if I'm not moving with intention, I'll start taking on way too much at once. I'll even start doing things that don't feel natural to me. Meaning I'm operating out of alignment. Maybe I'm even trying to operate outside of the gifts that I have been given. And while I believe there is always an opportunity to learn new things, sometimes I feel like God is saying, if you just wait a minute, I'm already sending you help. (laughs) So needless to say, this rhythm thing is also helping me to settle down and move at the right pace. Well, kind of. But my rhythm doesn't have to just be go, go, go. It's okay to see the vision, make sure that I'm in alignment, and trust how God will allow it to all unfold. I can still be acting in obedience, but the rhythm in which I go about it allows space for God to enter. And enter often. I want to get settled in my rhythm because that will help me to be more creative, more energetic, and more available for what God is bringing into my life. My process and intention for this year is align, agree, and act. This is about me moving through this year and beyond with the intention that what I am doing or thinking about committing to do is in alignment with what God is calling me to do. I want to make sure that I am flowing in agreement with what God has said or shown me, and then I will act. I don't want to spend this year, month after month, week after week, going around in circles and exhausting myself. I don't want to stand still when God says it's time to move, and I don't want to act on things that I know I should be saying no to. And so with that sort of just mindfulness and the rhythm and intention, the act part is where I had to spend some time thinking about what that looks like within my rhythm. Because action is great. Movement is great. But even with that, for me, there has to be this intentionality and emphasis around how am I moving? When should I be taking action? Think about it. When you're always adding more things to your plate, how are you moving through it all in a way that keeps you in a rhythm that allows you to show up as your best self? The rhythm you establish will also require boundaries and some structure. Lately, I've truly recognized that sometimes it does me no good to act on a bunch of things out of excitement without first completing or removing some other things off of my plate. It also does me no good to assume that just because God revealed something to me, that that means I have to do it today, right now, in this moment. Part of my rhythm is prioritizing and designating the right amount of time for certain things in my life. The type of bold prayers and Goals that I have right now are going to require more attention than just squeezing them in here and there. 
The time has to be part of my rhythm. And because those things are important to me, I need to be paying attention to just how full my plate actually is. Sometimes there may be too much on there. And that might mean redirecting my energy and my focus. And you know what? I'm willing to do that. I recently did an exercise where you kind of do this brain dump with all of the goals and ideas that you have in your head. And then you go back and you start to prioritize when you need or hope to do them. Of course, I filled up my sheets of paper pretty quickly and there were a lot of things that I listed in the section specifically designated for things you wanted to get done this month. As I stared at the paper, I laughed and thought to myself that there's just no way. And it kept coming back to the question of who says that all of these things need to be done in the next 30 days or even 90 days. I had to be real with myself and say, now, if you set it for the next 30 days and it becomes more of a dreaded task to meet a deadline that you set, you have just taken the joy out of why you wanted to do it in the first place. You've also loaded up your schedule and just sabotaged your rhythm. But if you push your timing out a little, Knowing that you can because it's a deadline that you came up with, does that give you a little bit more breathing room and allow you to finish up some other things so you can really pour into this new thing in a way that brings you excitement? Let me say that giving yourself grace also has to be part of your rhythm. It takes time to shift how you've been doing things for a long time. The way that I would structure my days, the way that I would go about doing certain things has been that way for some time. And so for me to adjust, for me to to identify a different flow for my life, it's going to take a little bit of time. Establishing a rhythm is all part of my personal and spiritual growth. I recognize that when I operate in my rhythm, I show up differently, in a good way, a more inspired way. I'm setting a new tone and I'm starting to listen differently to what I need, to what I feel like God is revealing to me, and to what I'm hearing around me. I'm starting to communicate differently in certain ways. And I'm no longer hesitant to express when something or someone is pulling me out of the space I feel like I need to be in. And I'm not, you know, referencing times when you should step outside of your comfort zone and try new things. I'm talking about realizing when something just doesn't align for you at a certain time or in a certain season. I've appreciated, you know, recently when I can easily determine the role I need to play in something. Sometimes it's just as a supporter or observer and not a full participant or leader. I know the type of things I can commit to that will allow my light to shine the brightest. I know where I can best contribute and I know when I just have to say no. 
And while something may be a great idea and, and, and I may be invited to do something that seems really cool and it's something that I could do, it may not necessarily be something that I need to be doing right now. And I've had to learn that just because I have certain skills does not automatically mean that I need to sign up for everything or be volunteered for it either. It's important to protect the boundaries that you have put in place in order to honor yourself and your time. You, I mean, you can see I'm really trying to embrace all of this as part of my rhythm, and that's why I wanted to share this with you through this episode. But, you know, I'm sure that you've seen people who are operating so fully in their purpose and rhythm that they just shine everywhere they go. It's a vibe that they bring and it lifts you up just by watching them. That's how I feel when I'm aligned, mind, body, and spirit. When I am paying attention to what my soul needs and what my intuition is telling me. In order for me to step into all of who I was created to be, in order for me to do the things that God created me to do, I need to have a rhythm that supports his handiwork. I need to have a rhythm that allows me to pour my cup back up when I feel empty. I need to have a rhythm that feels so natural and so spirit-led that even when the worry or doubt tries to creep in, there's no room for them to stay long. I need to have a rhythm that is built around the journey toward my divine destiny. I'm telling you, you have to find your rhythm. So as I continue to sort of fine tune my rhythm and spend time on the things that bring me peace and joy and rest, I am so grateful for the quiet moment that made me realize that I can create a flow that helps me be present, listen, live fully have fun, dream big, and even build deeper connections. It helps me to go at a pace where I feel productive while not burning out. It reminds me of my priorities and what areas of my life really deserve a little bit more focus and attention. It's a rhythm that I believe is preparing me for my blessings and for the extraordinary year that this will be. You've probably spent some time over the last month or so thinking about all the things you have in the works, all of the things you're declaring for your life and what it will take to accomplish your goals. But have you taken some time to think about what the right rhythm is for your days, for your life? When you receive everything you've been praying for, when the floodgates of blessings come and when the harvest comes for all the seeds you have planted, Will you have an established rhythm that lets you move through your overflow season in the best possible way? Now, I don't know about you, but I want to be ready. I am going to prepare now for the things that I am expecting. I have already seen the benefits of operating in my rhythm and understanding what that means to me. I have felt the difference when I start my days at a certain pace and honor the rhythm that I'm establishing. So now it's a continuation of what's been started and letting all that is within me flow naturally so that I can be better prepared to share it with the world. 
Finding your rhythm may not always be easy. Sticking to your rhythm will not always be easy. And understanding how to adjust your rhythm is definitely going to be a process. But it's something that's worth doing. When you look at how you want to navigate this world, how you want to show up, how you want to prepare for your blessings, your rhythm will be important. And when you figure out what that looks like for you, you'll begin to see that you're moving with an energy that feels almost effortless. And once you start to see how it can transform your day and even your life, trust me, you'll check for it every step of the way. Thank you for listening to this episode of When Stillness Speaks. I hope that you'll hit that subscribe button and also share this podcast with others. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about me or pick up a copy of my book, Such a Time as This, Reflections of the Journey Toward My Destiny, visit tracymichelle.com. While you're there, you can also subscribe to receive email updates from me. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at one Tracy Michelle. That's the number one Tracy Michelle. Until next time, I hope that your days are filled with favor, great expectation, revelation, and of course, some space for stillness.